It's almost the weekend, long weekend too. Feels pretty fantastic. I'm Shane Hewitt. Thanks for being a part of The Shift. Our podcast will get published out by BK here once the show is done. And if you're looking for some plans for the weekend this weekend, oh, he's Mr. Reliable with plans for you. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing is here, and stevestebbing.ca, by the way, is the website. What's up there, Steve? What's happening? How's Penticton? It's, it's you know, it's a bit rough this week. I, I Just in my personal abode here, because our furnace um, motor failed mm-hmm. on in the middle of the night on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we've been without uh, air conditioning since then and Oof. feeling the full brunt of a um, pretty a sizably hot week like not the hottest that could be but it's like it's like mid 30s yeah so where i'm right now i'm i think my thermostat said it's 29 in mm-hmm. my house right now so that's it's, why you got to come to alberta buddy it gets cool at nighttime we get the hot temperatures yeah. in the day but it gets cool at nighttime well, well, I mean, it's cooling off outside too, but the thing is, there's nothing to move the breeze around. Like, there's nothing to, like, I have a couple fans going. I've turned them off for the purpose of being on the radio right now, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a bit rough. All right. Well, you're like what five blocks away from the barefoot patio there, the barefoot resort patio down on the lake. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could totally dip in the lake, but I mean, yeah, still, dude, you live in Penticton. And you live like by the water in Penticton. Mm-hmm. I'm so, just saying it's a rough week. Yeah. Just it's just a week. There is, by the way, Sudbury Beach in Penticton. I've lived in Sudbury and Sudbury Beach, not like Sudbury. Just saying. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Two very different places. All right, what the hell should we watch this weekend? We got a big long list of movies and shows and suggestions from Steve Stebbing. So let's get started. Spider Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff edition. <laughs> You ready? I'm ready. Look out! Can you please explain to me what is going on? That little spell that you botched where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man and started pulling in everyone who knows Peter Parker Spider-Man from every universe into this one. All right, well, uh, tell us about this this other version of the Spider-Man. Yeah, as if Spider-Man No Way Home hasn't made enough money already, they're re-releasing the film in, let's face it, a pretty dead month when it comes to new release films in theaters uh, with 10 extra minutes added to it. So if you're a diehard marveler, uh, you'll want to check this one out just to see what is new and what's added. It's kind of a bummer that I already have the original blu-ray that they put out so now i don't have this extra version which kind of makes the completionist in me very upset mm. um but i i mean this movie's a lot of fun on the big screen so to get another chance to experience it again with uh, a little bit more quote-unquote fun stuff it doesn't sound like a bad idea i love how you hide completionism inside obsessive compulsive disorder very well done <laughs> i will say i'm slick um Next on the list here, we have... Oh, I've got to do this. I don't know if I have a good one, though. I was looking. Uh, Honk for Jesus. Save your soul. He is just so wrong. He needs someone to harness it all. 
God bless your heart. I'm sure plenty of the old congregation will come right on back through good old ones at the Greater Path's door. <laughs> you have a blessed one. Oh, my goodness. And you have a blessed... <laughs> All right. Save room for Jesus. Don't dance too close. How's the show? Yeah. This is uh, this is a really funny uh, satire on the evangelical pastor grift that uh, happens in this in the states. Like, of course, your Joel Osteen type stuff. Uh, but uh, this one is from the point of view of uh, a pastor and his wife, played by Sterling K. Brown and Regina Hall, who are recovering from a a really bad scandal and hoping to bring uh, their congregation back to their super church and just all the hypocrisy and all of the secrets and all of the lies and all of the money laundering and the flaunting of all this, all this church money that they've been spending on themselves with their wardrobes and everything. It is ridiculously funny and two amazing performances from, uh, from Brown and Hall. Uh, I, I really like this. I hadn't heard a lot about it heading into it, but I think, you know, watching a show like The Righteous Gemstones on HBO really set me up to love this movie. Oh, bless his heart. That's always the biggest insult, right? SteveStebbing.ca, by the way, if you want to check out Steve's sites, his blogs and posts about all the things on Blu-ray, The Phantom of the Open. I'm going to have a crack at the British Open. Golf. The British Open is the most respected tournament in the world. I never even played bloody golf before, Dad. Mind your language on the course. F***ing hell. It says professional. You sure? Well, practice is the road to perfection. Welcome on the tee, Morris Flitcroft. Don't adjust the television. This is actually happening. And it misses. Oh, dear me. How does it feel to have shot the worst round in history? And... Uh, happy Gilmore UK edition yeah I in a way maybe the true story version takes place in the mid 70s I don't know if anybody out there has heard of Morris Flitcroft but he was just an unrelenting optimist who decided when he uh, was kind of shuffled out of his his, uh, small town job in the UK that he would chase his dream. And one of those was playing in the British Open, uh, where he scored the worst score in the history of the competition. Uh, and of course, was invite- invited back. So what he did is he kept making up names and making up disguises and showing up and entering the British Open until they found him out midway through or near the end of the the whole the whole course. Uh, and this movie is ridiculously funny, and the fact that it's based on a true story just makes it that much better. Mark Rylance uh, plays the lead in this one, and just such a great performance, and such an interesting story at the at the heart of it all. Maurice Gerald Flitcroft uh, shot 121 in the 1976. <laughs> Yeah, it's good, right? No, no, it's not good. It's not good. It's <laughs> that's the that's a lot of points. Okay. <laughs> um, very cool stuff. All right. Look forward to that one. Also, next on the list is 1883, a Yellowstone origin story. I believe in you. I believe in that boy. And I believe in our daughter. And that's all. You can police yourselves, or I can do it. 
We don't control them. It's a free country. That is a free country. That is no man's land, and that's where we're heading. All right, tell us about it, Steve. Yeah, I mean, look, Yellowstone is a massive success. All four seasons have been huge hits for Paramount+. Plus. Uh, and, and people have been really ravenous for any of these stories. But the great thing is at the heart of it is John Dutton and his family, but he comes from a huge lineage that starts back in settler days. So this is what 1883 is about. The original Duttons as they're uh, making their plan for a better future in Montana. And what's interesting about this is the Duttons are played by real-life country couple Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. So the fact that they're bringing their marriage into <laughs> the in a way to the big to uh, the television screens is really interesting. And in that trailer, you also hear the formidable mustached voice of Sam Elliott, who is always welcome on the screen. Wow. And on the speakers, right? Like you can hear That's his right. mustache. So good <laughs> in the breeze um, on TV, on Disney Plus, The Patient. So what can I help you with, Gene? I'm not content. I get angry. That's the sort of thing you help people with, right? Yes. My whole life, I have been trying to figure myself out so I can help other people understand themselves so they can have good relationships. And here I am. Time to get back into therapy. Uh, you say that uh, the Dexter fans are going to love it. I'm guessing the music was done by the same guy. It sounds like it, at least in the trailer there. I didn't really notice it in the actual episodes of the show. Um, but yeah, it's got that vibe to it because uh, Steve Carell plays a psychiatrist uh, who is kidnapped by one of his patients and his patient happens to be a serial killer looking to get more knowledge about what makes him tick uh, how he can learn more about his compulsion and more importantly, how he can stop his compulsion. And it's played by Domhnall Gleeson, who, is, uh, who has done a lot of really great work, including the film Ex Machina. But these are just two really great character actors facing off in just a very unpredictable uh, show about the dark psyche. And uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. Steve Stebbing.ca if you want to catch the website and get caught up with all things Steve Stebbing. The Lord of the Rings is last on the list with the Rings of Power. One day this will be your kingdom. Raise your sail and then let go. Choose not the path of fear, but that of faith. One thing we can do better than any creature in all Middle Earth. We stay true to each other with our hearts even bigger than our feet. I can survive this. You and I. I have never been into it willing to give it another shot now but it feels like the whole series is so big i don't know if i can get caught up i read the books in school i read the hobbit and then the trilogy and then the silmarillion so i'm i feel like i'm pretty well versed in the whole thing of course i read those in high school so that was a long time ago but i loved the peter jackson original trilogy 
Um, I was lukewarm to, lukewarm to tepid on the Hobbit trilogy that followed. I thought it was rushed and, and almost completely unnecessary. But I just finished watching the first two episodes that debuted on Prime Video for uh, Rings of Power, and I dig it so far. Like it, they're, they're, It's thousands of years before The Hobbit. The main, one of the main threads follows Galadriel, played by Morfid Clark in this one, in the, in the uh, Peter Jackson trilogy. It was Kate Blanchett's character. And uh, I mean, I'm loving going back to Middle Earth, going back to these this world, especially um some of these locations and 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 uh and, and characters and stuff like i have recollections of from from the books and everything so it's kind of like a re-emergence into something that i'd kind of pushed to the back of my movie going head for a while so i'm interested to see where it goes the first two episodes they clock in at like over an hour each but uh i, I like i like where they're going and it's beautiful every shot is just gorgeous they spent 60 million an episode pretty well 